Good Sunday morning, and it is time for week 14 of football. But before we get into that and our results from yesterday, this is your reminder. Go check us out on 3starrecruits.com for all the blogs, sports betting blogs, the daily fantasy blog that is up right now. Uh, hot right now, 12-1 and one on the season, depending on the one. There was one week in the middle there, but most people are 12-1 and one and cashing for DraftKings. Uh, go check out our other podcast, 3 Star Recruits. That is also on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, and a few others if you uh, just look it up. There's a weekly podcast. There's a new one up now. That podcast is also on YouTube. So if you want to go check that out, let's get into last night. So we did uh, two college basketball, one college football. We are still pretty hot right now with college basketball. We entered the day 13-5, and up 8.9 units. We had two college basketball picks, and we split. We had Oregon versus Washington. Oregon minus 8.5. Oregon did win the game. Oregon won 74-71. They did not cover the 8.5. And then our other game was Clemson versus Alabama. I was big on Clemson and their shooting and their defense. And they won 64-56. It's clearly a good defensive effort. So we did split in college basketball. That makes our record 14-6 and on a season in college basketball. And we are up 8 units still. And our other pick was the only college football pick we had out of all the games today. UNC, U, yeah, UNC versus Miami. UNC was getting three and a half. I liked UNC either way, but they were getting points. I'm not sure if you watch this game. 62 to 26 UNC. Easy win. So we finished the day up with a 2 1 record. Uh, it was a good day. Can always good. It's always a good day when you're up positive money. Let's get into week 14. So last week, we did have a pretty good week in football in the NFL. I think we finished the week up 2.9 units for NFL. We were 3-2 and last week. We had more units on a couple games out there that I liked, one of them being a Green Bay game and the other one being the Bills game. So we have... We still have time to bring things back for the NFL season. We're not terrible right now. Uh, I believe our overall record at the moment is right around 32 and 36. So it's not, not great, but we, we have time. We can slowly bring this back, finish the season pretty good. So let's get into it. Our underdog pick of the week, the underdog pick, we started tracking because some of these actually turned out to be pretty good picks. I don't actually bet this pick, but I think it'd be a good pick in general. So our underdogs for the season are long shots are six, six and one. This week, I have the Jets plus 14.5. Now, by no means do I want the Jets to even come remotely close to win this game straight up. I still have a futures bet out there for the Jets to go 0-16 since they're the only team to go 0-16 currently and keeping that bet alive. They almost blew it last week for me, but that is it. I know it's Seahawks, and everyone's going to say, well, it's a Seahawks. Oh, it's Russell Wilson. Did you watch the game last week? The, the Seahawks have been struggling for a couple weeks now. And they've looked shaking some other games. In 14 and a half points, I'm not so sure that's that's too many points, in my opinion. I, I just I'm not a big believer in the NFL. 14 and a half points in the NFL is a lot of points, regardless of how how bad a team is. It's 14 and a half points. You're basically giving the Jets two touchdowns before you start the game. And the Seahawks didn't look good against the Giants last week. 
So 14 and a half points to me is just a lot of points. So my long shot stretch of the week is the Jets getting 14 and a half. Let's get into this week's picks. Packers, Lions, Packers, minus seven and a half. Love this pick. Love the Packers. You can call it my lock for the week. I love Aaron Rodgers. Love Devonta Adams. Just beating a lot of ass this year. Playing a Lions team. I think believe this is the second week without a, a official head coach and say fired Matt Patricia. There was already issues there to begin with. Matt Patricia's gone. The Lions tend to give up a lot of points this year, averaging over 30. The Packers have scored over 30 points in five of their last seven games. So I like the Packers here, minus seven and a half. I'm going to risk four units, 4.1 units to win four. My second pick, Saints versus Eagles, Saints minus seven and a half. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, the other one, for weeks I've been saying that the Eagles needed to make a change. They needed to let Carson Wentz just ride some pie and figure it out. As much as I think it's physical with Carson, he hangs onto the ball too much. He takes too many sacks. I believe he is giving up. The, he's been sacked the most in the NFL this year, and he's throwing the most interceptions. I think there's a mental block there with him, just pulling the trigger. Uh, it's a confidence thing. And maybe he just needs some time. He might need to change the scenery, but it's. I think there's a little bit of a mental issue there as far as a confidence thing. So Jalen Hurts is getting the nod this week. He got some playing time last week. I'm not saying Hurts is the answer. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to throw him in the game and come out and win. But it could be, it could be, it could help them get out of their funk. It's a, it's a change of scenery. It's a change of pace. Maybe they dig deeper into some different plays in the playbook for Hurts. He's a little more mobile than Wentz. Maybe that's what they need. The Saints are not terrible without Drew Brees. They're 8-0 against the spread in the last eight games, straight up and against the spread. Without Drew Brees, they're not. Taysom Hill's a great backup quarterback for them. He takes care of the ball. He might not throw for a ton of yards. I think he had quite he had over 200 yards last week. But the Saints don't suck without Drew Brees. I'm going to take the Saints minus seven and a half, risking 3.1 units to win three. My third pick. I couldn't believe it when I decided to pick this. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns getting two and a half against the Ravens. I think people are starting to figure out the Ravens. Yes, the Ravens came out. And gave the Browns a serious ass whipping in week one, but there was no preseason. The Browns are coming in under a new coach, new system, maybe figuring things out. They're getting hot at the right time. And no, it sounds crazy, but you never, hey, why not the Browns? And the weird part is, I think they've played better since Beckham Jr. has been gone. So I don't know if Baker felt like he had to force the ball to Beckham or they've decided to run different schemes now that Beckham is not in the lineup. Either way, the Browns could be a force, and maybe we got a little change in the guard in the AFC North. Even though the Steelers are, you know, eleven and well, eleven and one, the Browns win this week. That puts them at ten and three. Steelers lose this week to the Bills. We got ourselves a little little tug of war in that, that division. So I like the Browns getting two and a half points. They got to force Lamar to throw the ball, and they got to stop the run. If they can do those two things, they have a legitimate shot here. And their run defense is not terrible. They just need to stop the run. I'm going to risk 1.1 unit to win one. Brown's getting two and a half. And my fourth pick, this might sound crazy as well, but we have a game of the Bad News Bears. We have the Cowboys and the Bengals. If Joey Burrow was still playing, I'd probably take the Bengals here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus three. The Cowboys have burned me a lot this year, but I really think that the the Bengals are just, they've, they've packed it in for the year. They don't have Burrow. 
I'm not even sure who they're running a quarterback. I think they've run in a couple different guys. And I'm asking have to go with experience here. You have Dalton, you have Zeke. I just I just think I Mike McCarthy coach and some people don't like him. There's still there's more experience there. And I still think that they have a problem. They have a they have a little bit of motivation. And that motivation is this might sound crazy. And I know we've been hearing it all year from all these teams in that division. The Cowboys have the in my opinion, the easiest opponent this week. They play the Bengals. The Giants have to play the Cardinals. Washington plays the 49ers. We're we're chalking the Eagles out of this. If those two teams lose and the Cowboys win, they're right back in that division too, as crazy as it sounds. As crazy as it sounds. So if they can win, that might shake things up in that division as well. I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus three, risking 1.1 units to win one. And my fifth pick is the Falcons, Chargers, Falcons minus one. So the Chargers, I, Herbert got the nod early in the season, came out and just wowed a lot of people. And he did. He had some good games. He looked pretty decent. And he might have been, he had a chance there to seriously give his name in the rookie of the year, you know, category in that conversation. But the weird part was, as soon as Burrow went down, I felt like Herbert shifted and his play has diminished. I also think there's some issues there with play calling and coaching and some guidance there, which is probably not good for his development. I like the Falcons minus one. I don't think their loss, or I don't think their record is excuse me, a true indication of how good of a football team they can be or they are. They're just very inconsistent. They've made some dumb dumb choices this year. And they got the Chargers coming off a 45 to nothing loss to the Patriots, who in my opinion stink. Like Falcons minus one, risking 1.1 unit to win one. So those are my five picks. I do have a game to avoid this week. Buccaneers, Vikings. We've got Brady in Tampa. We got a coach calling out Brady for missing receivers. We got Brady playing a different system. I don't think he's used to throwing that far down the field that often. And then on the other side of the ball, you have the Vikings, who have an overpaid, overhyped quarterback in Kirk Cousins, who just I cannot trust. I I would stay as far away from this game as possible. I think there's a possibility the Vikings could cover. I think there's a possibility the Vikings could win straight up. But I also think there's a really good possibility the Vikings lose this game by two, three touchdowns. I don't trust either team, their consistencies. I'm going to avoid this game. I'm not going to come close to it. It is, I think it's a must win for both teams at this point. Uh, Vikings need it to stay in their playoff race, I believe. Buccaneers lose. They're going to be tipping on whether or not they make the playoffs because of the NFC. So I'm staying away from that game. Those are my picks. Those are my risk. And that's my underdog. Again, go check out the website. Go check out our other podcast on Apple or Spotify, Three Star Recruits. And as always, guys, please bet responsibly.